It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, vocnation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at vocnation. It's Talking Sass back here for yet another episode with collaboration with Remix Pro Wrestling, which is October 22nd at 6.30 p.m. It's an early start time, so make sure you guys Go get your tickets. I am here with the one the Remix fans know the most about out of these four ladies. And I'm so excited that she's finally, finally stepping into the ring for Remix Pro Wrestling. I am talking about one half of the Neon Blondes, Danny Moe. How are you doing, Danny? Hey, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. I see we got <laughs> a special guest here, too. We do. This is Villa. He's all up in this right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We love animals here, and obviously Remix does as well because it's throwdown for the pound number 20, which crazy. I know. I It baffles me that they're that far along in the numbers. <laughs> but before we get into Remix, because obviously the fans know you well because you've been there for quite a long time with Facade, but you have been making your own waves. I mean, obviously... Everybody who knows who you are knows you started as a manager, valet, whatever you want to call it for facade. But now, like this actually got me really excited. I saw your debut is 10-25-2019. So that's literally three days before your third Uh year that you're going to be stepping in the ring for remix as a wrestler for the first time. How do you feel? Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. I knew it was October, (laughs) but I... I totally didn't even like regard like the day that's pretty awesome it's like it's extra cool because remix is was like the second place that I was like ever like a big place that I was managing so to finally officially start wrestling and get invited to wrestle for the title which you have held uh, is a big honor and like four way it's and all the women that are in it, this is going to be insane. And like, it's going to be so weird at Remix being on the other side. Like, I know I've like always like stepped in or interfered or intercepted a few things, but like <laughs> now it's like, I'm going out by myself. I'm in the match. It's, it's all eyes on me rather than like on the sideline. So it's going to be, to me, a good, fun, wild experience because it's, going to be totally different than all the other times what it's been like seven years that I've been coming to remix so 
finally get to step in the ring, which I never thought I would do. Never thought I would do that. (laughs) That's awesome. But do you think that's going to be an obstacle for you? Because obviously the fans know who you are. You're used to being out there facade. Like you said, you've intercepted maybe a couple of things here and there (laughs) in your time. Do you think changing from the valet portion to being a wrestler is going to be something that you're going to have to overcome? I originally when I first did make the transition, that was, it was so difficult. I was like two very different humans versus manager Danny versus wrestler Danny. Um, But over these past three years, I definitely have found myself a little bit more. So I don't think it's going to be as much of a challenge in this title match, but even especially being at remix, it's kind of a home to me even though like I wasn't a wrestler back then, but like, it's going to feel like home and the fans are all like, so I have them all behind me. And so I'm not going to feel that like I'm fighting from the bottom. I'm already like leveled up, I guess there. So I already have like the fan energy behind me. So then I just got to pull my energy and mix it the fan energy to take home that goal. (laughs) (laughs) Now, but let's hypothetically saying, let's say you don't win it what's that going to do for your confidence when it comes to being at remix phyllis just took a look at me because he wants to know that answer too <laughs> um well i i am going to be in the ring with three amazing competitors and none of them back down and they're all beat your ass type of women so i'm like i'm going in with the mindset that i have to win and I'm not going to let anything stop me. Um, if, if by chance I do not win, I just have to make sure I'm not the one that gets pinned. I like <laughs> so, that. You know, so like <laughs> if I go in and I, I'm pinned and I lose, like, I just know there's more I got to do. I Maybe I wasn't ready at that point if I get to that point, which I feel like I am ready. I feel like I'm ready to hold that goal and hold to hold that title um, and represent remix. But if by chance, slim chance, that I, I do not take home the gold, I know I got more work to do and I'll come back next round and fight for that gold again. So it's just, it's not that I lost, it's that I just have more, more to learn. I have more things I need to learn to become and be in that right position to hold that gold and represent remix. I think that's an excellent perspective to have. (laughs) Like if you don't win, like you obviously you have more to learn. And I mean, you're three years at that point, you'll be three days from three years in, but like you've already done amazing things. I mean, just a few weeks ago, you're on Monday night raw in a six woman tag against three of the best women WWE has to offer. I mean, three of the best. I mean, there's all the best, obviously, at WWE. They're on (laughs) that that, uh, stage. But Alexa Bliss, Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, and Asuka. I mean, wow. Two years (laughs) in, almost three years in. I mean, I would be literally crapping my pants. Like, how was that for you? I, I wanted to cry like the whole time. I'm not even going to lie. It was so like nerve wracking and exhilarating and like, holy crap, this is actually happening. But like, it was really actually full circle for me. So I did have my tryout in 2018 with WWE and they just told me, get my name out there. 
get better. But mind you, I was not even a wrestler yet. Like I just had my implant, um, my implants put in. So like, I wasn't even a wrestler and I was just there as a manager and like, as an athlete, I guess you would say. And then, um, the next time I was with the WWE, I did some extra work and, Honestly, I did not get the opportunity to be in the ring with Asuka at that time. Um, I was just so close out of surgery and just, I think I was not ready. It was a, like sad to like turn down the opportunity, but like it was probably for the best because I probably would have made them look stupid. I would have made myself look stupid. So full circle with the tryout and the original like time to be with Asuka in the ring came back around and I was with Asuka in the ring on the biggest stage with Monday Night Raw. And like, I, I don't even know. It was chaos. And I actually got to be out there with Katie Arquette. Mm -hmm. So that was a really cool experience to be out there with somebody else that I do know. And now I'm going to be in the ring with her um, fighting for this title. And I don't know. It was, it's still hard to even comprehend like the tryout was so crazy that like it's still uh, like the unbelievable feeling where you just don't know how to explain it but you know you did it but it's insane that you went through it that's how I feel about my opportunity with raw the other week and I'm still processing it it's like so exciting and everybody asks like how was it I'm like it was crazy and awesome and exciting. Like, I'm like, I don't even know the words to explain to anybody how that felt and like how awesome it really was and like honored that they even entrusted in me to go up against three of the women in WWE and like trust that we weren't going to hurt them or something like along those lines. So like, it was a great opportunity and I'm very excited that they trusted me and also the other two women. Kayla Sparks and Katie Arquette to like be in the ring and it wasn't even like a two-minute thing we were out there for a while yeah and it wasn't a typical squash match that you no see when you're wrestling that caliber of women on Monday Night Raw like wow yeah I just again I ramble when I talk about it because I I, I don't know the words to say but like when we first got out there I'm like because we were it was like during a commercial break. So we were preloaded and I, we're just looking, we're just like looking around, like taking it all in. And then after the match, um, they had like an after match promo. And like when we walked back through Gorilla, it was just like the overwhelming feeling of like, oh, I just did it. I'm still alive. I want to cry, but I'm not going to cry. But I, there's definitely tears behind like they're, they're in there, it's happening, but like, I'm not going to show it. And it's just like, I don't know, blessed, honored, exciting. I hope there's more to come, honestly. Well, I, I felt, I felt, I felt at home out there. I felt natural and I didn't feel like I was fake and placed out there. I felt, I felt like I earned that moment to be there. I think that's wonderful. I mean, so, like I got really excited because when Adam from Remix approached me about doing the podcast is probably like the week before and then to see both you and Katie out there and I'm like I'm gonna interview them like and like I mean you and I we had crossed paths while you were managing and I was wrestling but like we never crossed paths together like I never got to wrestle you but like I kind of feel like 
because both of us are like the known women of remix pro for many many years yeah sorry about that my dog uh, wants to get in on the conversation (laughs) but like I feel like because you and I like I said are the experienced women of remix like I kind of felt like even though I wouldn't say I'm your wrestling mom like I had like this like sense of pride like oh that's that's the girl I know she's getting so big like she's growing up like I felt like a wrestling aunt I guess would be the best way to put it you know like I like that (laughs) I know her I know her I've known her she's big (laughs) so little when I saw her last and she was just doing this little managing thing now (laughs) making you know big waves on tv and I mean that's not the only tv experience either that you've had you got to wrestle at AEW as well versus Ty Conti last year I mean being so like I say green but really you're not green in the business because you you've had many years managing facade and you know how the backstage works and he's done a lot of extra work too and had a lot of great opportunities at different companies so I guess you've got to live vicariously through him but to actually be young in the business as far as experience in ring yeah done a lot of amazing (laughs) years like I'm infinitely jealous like back when and now I'm making myself sound like the wrestling grandma back when I got started oh no but back when you know I was wrestling like opportunities like that didn't really come around too frequently yeah you had some squash matches here there yeah, but that was, you know, that was really it. And I never got to be a part of that. I got to do some extra work for WWE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And, you know, I did some stuff for uh, house shows for Impact or TNA at the time. I did matches at ROH. So, like, I had a lot of opportunity, but I feel like now with, with the Ring of Honor and AEW and WWE and Impact in all these other great promotions that are really rising up and being on TV or not even being on TV, but getting this exposure, like the wrestling business to me is just like a totally different game. And like, like I say, I'm jealous because there's so many great opportunities for women (laughs) in wrestling and they just keep coming. Like they just getting better and better. There's, and I think there was only so many, spots back then but now women's wrestling is like ever since the women's revolution happened like there's so many more opportunities to have instead of just one women's match two women's matches on a card or like a full women's company like mission pro um 
I just worked for CCW, MCW just did a ladies night. Like, so like full women shows are happening now. And like, I don't know outside of Shine and um, Shimmer, there wasn't really anything else, right? Uh, there were a few, there was WSU, Women Superstars Uncensored. Um, Rise, of course, was there for a bit too. Oh, yeah. Yes, but like, obviously we all, I mean, anybody who's followed women's wrestling since 2009 at least knows that Shimmer is really, well, in my opinion, where the women's revolution started. I mean, you have the Becky Lynch's, the Bailey's that all got their start really, well, I mean, they had their starts other places. But really, the all-women shows with Shimmer was what catapulted, I find, the women's revolution because they got to, like, sharpen their claws there at the Before Burwood. they stepped exactly, up. Exactly. I love when they post all the old photos. You see everybody in their old gear and just, like, like excited, but, like, not the superstar, like, yeah. posture that they have now. So it's really cool whenever they post all those, like, old photos. <laughs> there was one time I had just did um, – some extra work for WWE and it was Monday night that I did it. And then like SmackDown was of course Friday and they posted like Bailey before she was in WWE and like four out of like the 20 photos were when I wrestled her. And I was like, man, I feel like <laughs> on top of the world. Like I was on, yeah. on Monday and then on Friday I'm on WWE.com. That's pretty freaking cool. But that is awesome. It was from like events like Shimmer and stuff like that, that they had gotten the rights to use those photos. And it was, I just baffled. At how That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Not as <laughs> awesome as what you got to do though. Like, and like, I think now, like I haven't wrestled in four years and there's like a million girls. I'd love to come back and wrestle. And like Alexa, I never got the chance to wrestle Oscar, even though I was on shows with her before she was Oscar. Oh. Alexa, like, Oh, I would love to be in the ring with them. Obviously, I'm nowhere near ready to go. I'm not having <laughs> just like jump that. in the ring. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> be a nightmare. But let's talk more about about remix because I'm so excited for this. Like I said, it's October 22nd. It is 6:30 bell time. Make sure you get there early. Get your tickets early because they sell out. That's what's great. They do a throw down for the pound. It's to benefit the Humane Society. So go check it out enjoy you're gonna get to see danny mo versus ashley versus katie and versus ray lynn all the girls on the podcast i am so excited for you and i mean i might be a little bit biased like i said us being the women of remix that i'm pulling for you to win because i think you deserve it plus i know you more than i know the other girls sorry girls i i love doing my interviews with you but danny mo's who's on my my roster to win in the polls danny mo number one no <laughs> I, 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 i'm gonna have to pull all some, the remix fans i'm gonna have to learn some that. tricks i'm gonna have to pull some tricks out of the bag maybe some some of facades some of what you know what i really like to do this is like a little nugget of information yeah i like to anybody not anybody but like whenever i either do a seminar or i'm in the ring with somebody of like higher statue um I will take from them and like turn like a piece of their style or a move of theirs and intertwine it with like mine. Really? Like, like Drew McIntyre, we, we met him at a show in 
New York. Um, and he was like the nicest person ever. And this is before he got re-signed again, um, before this like last run. And the Claymore kick, I my sick kick, my single leg drop kick, usually I have them kneeling when I do it. I it's like, oh, well, I liked it. I really liked Drew. He was really nice to us. And we were like hit it off and now I'm gonna take a little piece of his. Yeah. And then like Molly Holly, like she did this like one little it was like with a, a match with Lita and it's just like a fireman's takeover, like keeping the wrist hold, like little things I'm like pulling from people that I've met and connected with and like look up to and I just pull like a little bit so then it's like creating mine. Like I pull a lot of facades things, just miniature versions. And then everybody I wrestle or have done seminars with or have like met, I'll pull pieces and then let's that's how I create me. <laughs> I think that's the most brilliant thing you can do. I did a lot of seminars with a lot of people in my time. And I, I really like taking pieces and parts from everybody too. But if you ever get the chance, I don't know if she's, if she's coming over to the US ever again or, or what her situation is. But um, Paige's mom, Soraya Knight, Oh my God. She taught me British style wrestling in like 10 minutes when I was in England and we were wrestling each other. Like she taught me little things. And, uh. and then when we did a customs match, she, we, we worked together in customs and then she was like, I see you little bird learning and taking <laughs> stuff. And I was like, I don't do shows with you. <laughs> Cause you took pieces and then you wrestled her and she's like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. She recognized that like I had learned it from her, but I think that's the perfect way to learn and to grow is to do these different seminars with different people. If you're in the pro wrestling business, take advantage of them. I see, especially a lot of AEW people are doing a lot of, um, of seminars themselves. Check those out. Even referee ones, like people might not take them seriously, but it's great to know from these referees on TV about where they need to be, how to listen to the ref, what different calls mean, different things. So like, it's not all given out to the world yeah amazing so I love seminar I learned so much. I might not understand a lot of it but I feel like because I was even doing seminars uh before I wrestled because like I was always there so I'm like I'm just gonna sit here and take some notes or get involved whatever and it's just like you learn so much and like not everybody's way is the right way and everybody doesn't like that way or this way but like doing those seminars prior to me even wrestling I feel like definitely helped me be able to transition into a wrestler so much easier because like at like you can teach things but then like if you don't do it or learn it continuously like it's not going to be something that sticks but if you're constantly going to these seminars and you're constantly wrestling every weekend you're just going to build this full like thing in your brain that like you just understand it better so I highly suggest everybody like you said do every seminar that you can. It is worth the investment. <laughs> yeah, taking seminars is, again, the best place to learn. It, like I said, the referee ones are good. Other wrestlers are good. The chance to get in and to learn from anybody who has been successful in their own route is the best because they have more experience and they're passing that on to you. I mean, in the past, I've done Mercedes Martinez, um, Chris Hero. I mean, obviously, these are all before they were are where they are now um like i said soraya and there's so many more it's so confusing now though because soraya is soraya yeah after last night 
and her mom is Soraya like wrestling like other like in England and when she was at Shimmer it's very very confusing hopefully people understand the mom and her are different so formerly Paige Soraya I did not take a seminar from her I took it from her mom from mom <laughs> oh man so anyway let's talk more about remix like I said throw down for the pounds October 22nd we've talked about your opponents we've you know the history of the remix Fury Women's Championship is insane. Sarah Del Rey being the first ever to hold the title. Myself, Haley Hatred, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Britt Baker, Madison Rain, all of those women going on to do huge things within the business. Is that like, do you find that intimidating when it comes to the championship? It's like slightly intimidating, but then also at the same time, it's like, you guys all held this title and whether it was amazing things in like personal life or amazing things within the wrestling business, after you guys held that title, you guys continued on to do amazing things in your lives for each person a little bit different. So it's like, if I can get my hands on that, if I can earn that, then I know there's greatness ahead of me still. So it's like, I can take it that way and just like, being around for so many years with remix and from one never wanting to step in the ring to now having the opportunity for the title and with that long list like even Dal Ray like she was one of the trainers down at WWE with my trial. So like I've like been associated with everyone except for hatred. Um I've been associated in some form with all of you guys. So it's like if I get to hold that as well like I'm on this I can bump up on that pedestal with you guys <laughs> well even like I said you are my choice to win even if you don't win <laughs> for some odd reason that the remix fans don't push you into that to that role because I think the fans are going to be so much behind you that the other girls are just going to be like distracted and I mean at least I would because you are so over <laughs> even if for some reason you don't collect the title the accomplishments that you've done in your career so far you're you don't need the title to put you on another level you're going to do that on your own i have lots of faith in you and like i said i don't know the other girls as well as i know you but i know for a fact that no matter what happens you are on that that upward way you know you're going places and you're going to do other great things whether you stay on the independence or find your way onto one of the, you know, shows on TV. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, and again, whether win or lose, I'm still winning in the end because one stepping in the ring, those other three women in the remix ring in Marietta middle school, like that in itself is a win. Just literally being involved in this match is a win to me. So whether I do take home the title or I don't, and one of the other women, um, wins it they if they win it they have earned it if I win it I earned it so we all have to bring our a game that day because that title means a lot to me I hope it means a lot to them and if somebody were to win over me I hope they hold it to high esteem as well I think they definitely will from talking to all the other women and I'm so glad that I finally got to talk to you and this wraps up my series with remix pro for the throwdown for the pound, the revival. I'm so excited. Danny Mo, best of luck on October 22nd. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, 
See you guys at Remixed. All right, guys. Till next time. See ya. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, this is a Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, 
He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing there. Bruno was a hell of a champion. You know. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did Lennon have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. Oh. The rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.